Today's show is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a free premium 30-day trial specifically for the listeners of Geekspace 9 at the URL GameflyOffer.com slash GS9. Again, that is GameflyOffer.com slash the letter G, the letter S, and the number 9. And welcome to Geek Space Nine, the Tuscan Shed Media Network podcast where we discover and or rediscover the classic Star Trek series Deep Space Nine. With me as always is Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? I'm doing pretty well, especially having just eaten a burger before we started recording. Thank you for mm. letting me finish that. <laughs> <laughs> no chewing on mic. Hey, no, I, I know that. <laughs> and with me as well is Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm very well. Thank you, Ben. I'm really looking forward to talking about these episodes. I think we'll have a lot to say. Indeed. We've got, uh, we're going to be recording two in a row, though they'll be weeks apart for you guys. But uh, that's how people had to watch these episodes in real time. So you can remember what it's like to be in the 90s and you couldn't watch these episodes all the day, all the way through on Netflix. Right. Like we just that, did. Like, that used to mm-hmm. be a thing. Right. Can you imagine watching, uh, we'll get to Improbable Cause, but then being like, what? What? I got to wait a week. <laughs> you kidding me? I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, like to 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 that to that, I would say, can you imagine, like, I can imagine, like, just for uh, TNG, watching Best of Both Worlds Part oh. One, and then having to wait like, <sighs> months to I, see I have, Part Two. I am close to that, and then I saw um, Breaking Bad, and there's a particular season to season cliffhanger, which people know. I believe it's the end of season two uh, that I saw in real time, and so oh, oh man, yeah, uh, I mean, it. And, and that show, like, took even longer to make season three, and, like, and Battlestar Galactica was the worst. Oh, oh my god. God. They did, like, 0.5 seasons. It was it was Kingdom Hearts level bad, in terms of just, like, spreading what? out. <laughs> Thank you for the reference. No, <laughs> so I mean, because, I mean, because now, because nowadays, like, nowadays, the, like, the, like the, the closest to that we can get is that, is that it'll be the same, se- is that for, is that for several shows, like, The Walking Dead, or eight, or Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or whatever. The, be- the, be- the best for that we can get is, is like, is like, is like is like a, a break a break in a break in the middle of the, in the middle of a season, but even then, like that break might only be might be say a month and a half, but not like several months of just waiting. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh. really dreading the mid season break um, for season three of the hundred last year because I was like, how am I going to go like six weeks without this show? And then they fucked up and I didn't care anymore. <laughs> but the idea of having to wait so long for my favorite program was devastating at the time. But little did you know it was coming. Uh, <laughs> well, sickening. this week I have to insert one anti hundred <laughs> quote in every goddamn podcast. I'm so fine with that. I'm so okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got our quota in, so let's get to the episodes. Yes. This week we saw season three, episode nineteen and twenty, which is through the looking glass and improbable cause. So first up is through the looking glass. After stopping Quark's vole fighting plans, Cisco is abducted by surprisingly O'Brien of all people. He takes Cisco to the transporter and beams the two away. Cisco quickly catches on that this is in fact Smiley, the O'Brien from the Mirror Universe who has taken him there. Smiley tells Cisco that after Kira and Bashir's visit, Mirror Cisco started a resistance movement to free the Terran people. 
However, he was killed on the eve of their greatest achievement in stopping a Terran scientist from creating a sensor device to find the rebels. Sisko refuses to help till he learns the target is in fact Mirror Sisko's wife, Jennifer, the mirror of his own wife who died. Smiley says that if Sisko can't get Jennifer to join the resistance, then she will be assassinated by the rebellion. Sisko agrees to Smiley's plan in order to save Jennifer, at least in this universe. Sisko meets with the resistance leaders, who include Jesus Hare Bashir, <laughs> Less Evil Rom, Cameo Tuvok from Voyager, and Sexy Hare Dax, who is in fact Mir Sisko's mistress. Sisko plays the part, including Sleepy with Sexy Hare Dax, because, you know, for the mission. On Terak Nor, bisexy evil Kira informs Jennifer that Mir Sisko has died, to which she shows no remorse. However, Rom betrays the rebellion and informs Kira that Sisko is still alive and coming for Jennifer. Smiley and Sisko go to Terak Nor, but are immediately captured. Sisko uses his sexiness to get evil Kira to take him to her quarters, while Smiley goes back to the ore processing center. Jennifer meets with Sisko, who apologizes for Mir's past actions, and tries to convince her to come with him. He reveals that Nog purposely betrayed them and orders Smiley to disable the ore processing center. Smiley, Sisko, and the workers head to the escape shuttle, but find Nog killed. Evil Kira corners them, but the group retreat. In a desperate act, Sisko tries to use his authorization code to take over the station, which does work. He sets Terak Nor to self-destruct and locks out Kira. She reluctantly lets them go, but promises Sisko she will kill him. All the Terrans escape and go back to the rebel base. Jennifer reveals she knows Sisko is not her husband, and while he does not say who he is or why he cares for her... Sisko shows gratitude for Jennifer's safety. She kisses him goodbye, and Smiley takes Sisko back to his universe. What do we think of Through the Looking Glass? What do you not think of this episode? This was so good. There's so much about it this was. episode to love. I love Mirror Universe episodes. Seriously. <laughs> They're so much fun. I they are. I was eight episodes in, and Kira was like lounging on this beautiful man. And then she goes, this oh, beautiful no, woman, was, like, this, she's like, you're delicious. This is delicious. And so are right? you. And yeah, I was like, like mm. I know. I lived for that scene. Ah. Like, the, like, our, like our first reintroduction to Kieran is like, she's just lounging on this sexy ass black man. I'm just like, oh, jealous. <laughs> I was, I just texted Peter, my life. I just want this. <laughs> so yeah, no, he literally did. Lounging on like, Wait, sexy, what different gendered people. Mm, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what do you think of the episode? Did you find it yeah a good good mix of humor and sadness, or just good humor? Yeah, just overall thoughts. Yeah, this I definitely agree. Both the good humor and sadness. Definitely sads because I mean bittersweetness, I guess, because you know Cisco sees his dead wife again, and although she's not exactly the same person and as she was in his universe, you know it's still her, and I think. There may be more in common than say like Cisco and Evil Cisco, um, not Evil Cisco. He started a rebellion, but you know what I mean. Mirror Universe Cisco. Right. Complicated Cisco. <laughs> yeah, complicated Cisco. Oh, yeah. Yes, and uh, so that was sad. But then we also have little funny things like Jesus Hair Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Every time for me, every time. Excuse me. Every time he was on screen, I don't know why. Even though I, th- even though like I saw their hand, I was like, "That totally works for you." I don't know why. It does it, though. It, I, I just don't. I don't know why. But every time he was on screen, I was just chuckling. Like, like 
it was just such a switch for me that I wasn't expecting in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the same, in the same way, in the same way of just knowing that, of just knowing that, that, that in the, in the future, Cisco, uh, Cisco will be bald and have a beard. Like, like that, like that's just something we know from, from just seeing pictures, but I didn't know about Jesus haired Bashir. And that, <laughs> took, that, that was so strange. <laughs> and it, it also helps that Sarah pointed out to us uh, a while back that he was, in fact, uh, Angel Gabriel in uh, the Nativity Story. The Nativity movie. Story. Yes. Oh, that is true. So I had Nativity Story flashbacks. <laughs> yes. Except in that one, his hair is curly. And in this That's one, true. it's it's more just sort of perfect, flowy. Right. He straightened it. <laughs> he had Diego a hair. <laughs> you guys don't know who that is. But I, I enjoy these episodes <clears throat> a, bit, a lot because I do have a lot of fun with the characters but i thought this was an interesting one in that we already had our sort of fun episode so it was nice to do one where it's like oh let's have a neat interesting one with jennifer being alive in this universe and even if it's coincidental that she happens to marry cisco in both universes i thought it was really uh, an interesting cool idea that he would have to repair his marriage that he didn't fuck up because it wasn't him but also sort of save him her in uh, mm-hmm. uh his own way because he wouldn't let her die again. I thought that was a really neat idea and setup while still having just having Nana Visitor eat the scenery. Like, just eat <laughs> piles and piles of scenery, and it's so much fun to watch. I'm sure she has so much fun, like, just filming all of this episode. Like, th- like that, that, like that. This is this is one of those opportunities where you get to take like the character that everyone knows and like and and once again just have fun with it. Which also makes me laugh that Miles O'Brien in both universes is basically the same person. <laughs> He's like, yes. I was saying to Peter, he might be like the most neutral, neutral character on the alignment chart. You know what is yeah. it like? Uh, mm-hmm. He's almost an end to true neutral. True neutral. Yeah, yeah. it's like tr- he's some. He's somewhere, but like, yeah, and and like and like and like I responded to Ben. O'Brien is basically somewhere between true neutral and neutral good. Like, reg- like I, I. I would I I am actually I'm now more interested in in finding the universe where Brian is just an absolute dick. Like that's <laughs> right. what I want to know now. Where does that where does yeah, that Yeah, I think the exist? closest I think the closest we've gotten was in um Bashir's dream episode. Mm. And it wasn't even that he was a dick, he was just sort of prickly. Yeah, he was he was doubt time. in that one, yeah. So he yeah. was just yeah. He was even more foolish in that one where he was just like uh I'm not doubt or am I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so while, while we're on the subject of Miles slash Smiley, did either of you think, I mean, I appreciate that to get back to the universe, there needs to be some vehicle for, we're going from the regular Deep Space Nine universe to the mirror universe now. This is how they get there. But fake O'Brien or Smiley seemed to get Cisco off ds9 really easily (laughs) yeah like he just walked in he's like we're going to the mirror universe now and cisco's like okay cool (laughs) see you see you in a couple minutes guys right they never cut back to ds9 it's very you're right it's very clearly like uh, let's get to the universe now which i did appreciate where cisco was quickly like i know where we are i know what this is let's just go for it you know right you're right and that like because of that there's no like shots of dax or real Dax or Kira and our universe Kira and them being like, ah, ah find him. Where did he go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sexy hair Dax though. Yeah. What'd you think of that hair, Sarah? 
Is she looks looks good. <laughs> looks good with, with the short hair. <laughs> Peter, you you compared her to someone, right? Yeah, oh yeah, uh, I yeah. When I when I saw her with that haircut, I like I I was I was reminded I was reminded of uh, of of, Co- of Kobe Smolders from How I Met Your Mother or Agent Maria Hill from the um from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I, I I I won't say that you know they look exactly alike, but I was like, you favor someone that we've seen in movies and television recently. I'm on board with this shit. I agree. I agree. You felt like a very modern haircut. I yeah. Which Peter recently pointed out that uh, the the guy who predicted haircuts the best, I think it was you, Peter, or was it you, Sarah, who said that it was uh uh the lead from Treasure Planet, the Disney movie. Oh yeah, no, that yeah. was Peter. Yeah, I yeah um yeah uh, Haw- yeah Hawkins like I, I, like with like with the whole like with the whole shave sides long like long on the top so you have like a po- so you have like a ponytail in the back it's like it's like that movie came out in like like the early 2000s and and now and now you see like now you see us 15 years later how many guys have that exact same haircut it's kind of uncanny like that <laughs> one movie even though it didn't exactly do too well because Disney had no idea how to advertise that thing like it's a weird it, it, premise <laughs> yeah like it's like, like somehow and somehow enough people saw that to be like that looks good let's do it i saw like three preteen, early teenage boys in a restaurant the other day they were all clearly brothers um but they all had that haircut oh, gosh and then you brought that up like a few days later it was really bizarre <laughs> it's like yeah that that is absolutely still a thing but i remember seeing it thinking like why do they have their hair like this that's kind of weird and then now it kind of makes sense is it that we just are all starting to have our kids and now we can or we were all like i want to look like that kid from treasure planet and you can't stop me mom <laughs> i can make my own haircut now yep damn hipsters <laughs> so who do we have left to see in the mirror universe we've seen a lot of them because oh, we my. didn't have Jax or Bashir anymore you know who i was garrick we saw garrick, garrick... no garrick's, garrick's garrick there. works He's with the same yeah kira yeah have we um, seen gold ducat no I don't think I, I would be interested. To, yeah, I would be interested to, to to know to know how he's doing it. If if he even has as high of a position um, as as he does in as he yeah. does in, in, in uh, our universe or the normal one. And I was uh, thinking, um, in terms of dead people, uh, Barile, Barile and Kai win. Oh shit! Oh yeah, he's yeah. In terms yeah, of... I, I would. I, I would and Keiko. That... Keiko is another like. Those are some ones I haven't thought of. Oh, what Have if Miles? Any... What if Miles meets Keiko in one of the deep sp- in the mirror? Oh! <laughs> no, oh I just thought of that. That would be so sweet. Oh, <laughs> they better fall in so, love. So I'm just saying. Yeah, like they just can't. No matter what universe they're in, they have to fall in love. Yes, <laughs> so soulmate. We need something to ground us, and that relationship is it. Well, if we end the series yes. and that doesn't happen, we'll have to write some some fan fiction and make that yes. happen. Yes. <laughs> but I like fan fiction cometh. But I do like how the mirror universe kind of kills people, but it can bring people back. So it's interesting that like Nog and Odo now are dead in the mirror universe, but uh, Barile's alive in our universe. But who knows if he's alive in that universe? You know, Jennifer's alive in that universe. She's dead in our universe. So I think it's pretty cool mm-hmm. that they can explore that. Like who's dead and who's oh, alive yeah. and whatnot yeah it was uh, it was interesting oh i'm just gonna correct you ben rom not nog but yeah it. It, it was interesting 
Yeah. Every time, one of us thought will, I got better. I, promise you. I thought I got better. One of us will. I promise. I did you. listen to the episode but, where Sarah messed up and it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but, but fair. I, 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 I was I was actually glad I was actually glad to see Rom to to, to, to see to see Rom and like and it's like and it's like okay you're still like, okay you're still living like like wait we've seen court correct I just. Yeah, he got arrested and probably killed though in the first. Oh, episode. that's right, that's right. Which is why I assume Nog was in the resistance with them to avenge his brother. That was my guess. Yeah, but they never like explicitly said it. Whatever. I really wanted a scene at the end of the episode, even if it was just a short, like awkward glance or something between you know back in. The proper universe with uh, Cisco and Dax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens in the universe stays in the mirror universe. <laughs> I guess, but that had to be really weird for Cisco on some level, right? Or I don't know. Maybe it's feeding into some sort of Freudian fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I would wonder if it's just a thing. He was like, like. If I did this in the real universe, it'd be complicated. So maybe we should just get these feelings out of the way and just deal mm-hmm. with it in some form or fashion. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because like, I mean, because we we did we did get we did get that episode with um with uh with with Loxana, with Loxana Troy when Dax was like totally yeah. going after Cisco, and so and so and so I'm getting so I'm guessing to like just kind of. To, to like just kind of hush all of, uh, hush everyone who was just like they need to be together even though it'd be totally weird they like uh, the writers were just like okay so we did the whole dax we did the whole dax wanting cisco thing now we're gonna take care of the, now we're just gonna like now we're just gonna like can, can just totally squash it in the mirror universe where like where they actually do hook up now shut the hell up and so we can move on with this yeah. show. And then we could just have a another Mirror Universe episode later where Dax goes in and sleeps with evil Kira and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so on board with that, yeah. actually. Me like, too. It, it, Me like, too. That, like, that's something that needs to happen. Thank you very much. And when we Googled Mirror's uh, Universe Dax, she, her hair is darker, so I wouldn't be surprised if she was going to be a dark character. Mm. So it was there was a part of me that was like, be your concubine, be your concubine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible people. Just a little but bit. We just want to see Kira and Dax make out just once. Just that's once. Such a, that's so much to ask. For the 90s, yes. Uh, <sighs> we had Taryn Willow in the 90s. Come on. Come on, nerds. We didn't see them kiss and they, until they'd been together for like a season. That's true. <laughs> but that did serious? lead to the best joke in long? the. Uh, it did lead to a yeah, good Yeah, the first joke. kiss, their first kiss was in uh, a season five episode, but they started dating in season four. Yes. Oh, that's disappointing. I need to go to a Buffy-themed trivia night. I would kill it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing I will say did lead to a good joke, which is that at the end of season four, she goes, but what about my girlfriend? And they all go, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and drunk Giles bloody hell <laughs> from like upstairs you just hear this disembodied drunk british voice it's wonderful yes indeed. it's a great episode the first episode they get together though too is also with the advantage of the 90s having to be hidden because they basically get to like have sex by doing magic together and it's awesome <laughs> like they yeah. basically yeah. like that is also a good episode they basically like hold hands and do magic together to stop an evil thing and it's like a big metaphor for like the first kiss sex etc and it's really perfect and i love it 
does. Buffy's great. We may do that next. We'll see. <laughs> because yes! I'm the one of us yes! out of the three. Because I'm the one out of the three who hasn't seen it. So, you know. Look and I never. Peter f- watches Buffy. And yes, I never finished the show. I, I stopped after season five. So. <gasps> after the Dark Oh, so you haven't even seen the Dark Willow episodes. Is that six? Yeah. I've seen Have just. Have you seen the musical I've, episode? Yes, yet? I've seen that. And I've just seen the Dark okay. Willow saga, I think. I don't think I. I watched like parts of six. Because. I was watching with my girlfriend. She doesn't like uh, all of it. And so she was like, let's watch the good parts of six and then seven's bad. And then I didn't see any, <laughs> but, but, but seven has Nathan Fillion, so I didn't see any of those scenes. So, But the evil trio in season six is great as well. <laughs> all right. Andrew is the best. Different right show. In, I'm sorry. Fans of the show, if you want us to do Buffy next, <laughs> so we may do that. For you, the listeners of Geek Space 9, Gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And you guys, if you are gamers out there, and I'm sure if you listen to Star Trek, you very well could be a gamer, you guys have to check out Gamefly.com. They have over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, and a lot of older systems as well. And get this. You can have any console game or handheld game delivered directly to your mailbox that you get to have as long as you want. And I don't know about you guys, but if you've gone to the game store lately and bought a new AAA game, you'll find out that things are pretty dang expensive. And you could be $60 in a hole of a game you don't even like, whereas in Gamefly, you can just send that bad boy back, get a new one in, and keep that one as long as you like. There are never any due dates or late fees. And get this, now Gamefly actually lets you rent Blu-ray and DVD movies too. So if you're a nerd like me and still get your movies in the mail the old-fashioned way, old-fashioned as in 2005, then you're going to love Gamefly.com. Plans start with one disc a month for $15.95, but as mentioned before, you can get a free 30-day trial by going to GameflyOffer.com slash GS9. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash the letter G, the letter S, and the number 9 for your free 30-day trial. Alright, well next up is Improbable Cause. So, after Garrick and Bashir have another rousing lunch date discussing Julius Caesar, foreshadowing, Bashir is shocked when Garrick's shop explodes. Bashir rushes to find Garrick alive, but the shop destroyed. Odo discovers traces of a bomb that was set to go off when a Cardassian passed by. Odo tries to get information out of Garrick, but he continues to say he was exiled for not paying his taxes, and that he Mm. can think of no one who would want him dead. Odo tracks the bomb device to a Flaxian who came aboard the day before. Odo interrogates the Flaxian and learns he planned to poison Garrick, but has no evidence for an arrest. Odo and Garrick track the Flaxian ship as he leaves, but he and the ship are destroyed in front of them. Odo discovers that it was the Romulans who hired the Flaxian, and they admit to killing him but not hiring him. For once, Garrick is troubled, but he still refuses to say why. Odo meets with a mysterious Cardassian contact who tells him that Garrick's attempted murder was part of a larger setup, as the Romulans seem to be massing an assault on Cardassia. The contact also tells Odo that five other Obsidian Order agents who were close to Garrick were killed in accidents in the last few days. Odo brings this news to Garrick, and he reveals that he knows the truth, that it was Garrick who, brought, who blew up his shop to force Odo into investigating. After seeing the list of killed Obsidian Order agents, Garrick admits his connections to the Order and wishes to warn his mentor in Nabrin Tain. Garrick gets a hold of Tain's housekeeper Mila, who shows pity on Garrick, 
but she says Tane left in a hurry and has not been back in a while. Fearing for his life, Odo and Garrick head to where Tane's hideout is. En route, a Romulan warbird decloaks and takes the duo aboard. They are, they are shocked to discover on board is Tane himself. He reveals that he was behind the killings, planning to wipe away his past life in order to start a new one. He reveals he and the rest of the Obsidian Order have been working with the Romulan Tal Shair to plan a devastating attack on the Dominion. The alliance of the two spy agencies have built a small armada that plans to sneak into the Gamma Quadrant and destroy the entire Founder homeworld, despite both governments having zero knowledge of this. Tane offers Garrick the chance to join him on the mission, and to Odo's surprise, Garrick agrees. What do we think of Improbable Cause? So juicy. Such a juicy yes. episode. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> like, 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 this, like, this, like this. This is what I was talking about before with with uh, with 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 different with different with different factions deciding. You know what? We need to take more of an offensive on on the on the Dominion and like take the fight to them instead of, instead of figuring out how do we prevent them from getting to us. It's like no, we're just gonna flat out go and like try to kill them. I. I was thinking before I watched this episode, I was looking at the, the, the rundown for this end of season. I was just getting a head start and putting up guest uh, stars and things like that. And uh, I was looking at my score and I was like, man, I'm kind of bummed. I'm probably going to give this a score and probably gave season two because I just feel like we're similarly not leading up to everything. And then I watched this episode and I was like, holy shit. And I'll mention more in the next one. Every little thing in a lot of episodes have been leading up to this and it's just been a big metaphor for a cold war that just exploded yep and exactly that yes. i was like fuck i love this show <laughs> <laughs> this is what everybody meant when they're like season three is really good. like li like literally that like I, w I was watching this episode over at my friend steve's place and like and and, and i could, even though he wasn't saying anything i could see him looking at me like every like every few minutes out of the corner of my eye who's just like hmm hmm <laughs> I'm just like yes, I'm here. I'm watching and I'm paying attention. It's all dawning on me. Just like let, like let me get through this before, before I like explode in excitement. <laughs> and like, and like, literally at the end, at, at the at the end of the episode, when Garrick is like, "Yes, Tane, I will join you," he just looks over me. He's like, "Dun dun dun!" I'm just like, "Okay." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, space opera. I love it. Yes, Sarah. What do you think of this episode? I really liked it. I mean, you know, you guys know that I don't normally go in for the sort of political drama stuff, mm -hmm. but I think that because it was centered around Garrick and Garrick is one of my favorite characters, I was a lot more interested. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will say like when, but even at the end when Garrick joined Anabrantane, I'm still kind of like, mm, but did you really? Because I don't trust a single action right. that Garrick makes. <laughs> Which, but that's good yes. because I like characters who are, you know, the epitome of the gray area and you really don't know what they're going to do or why they do the things they do or, you know, they act purely out of self-interest or at least appear to. And I don't know. I think characters like that are very interesting. I, I totally agree. And I, I appreciate and we'll talk a lot more about it. Dice cast, but that'll be next episode. But how far they went with Garrick in these two episodes. Uh in pushing that you know what i mean that we we're yes. all on board with garrick and this is what a good show does where they know now that you like garrick so now they're going to test you with that it's the, the same brilliant thing that breaking bad did for its whole series where it's like 
you empathize with this guy how far are you willing to go before you realize he's a bad person <laughs> and whether Garrick is a bad person or not in your eyes that's for you to decide but I really appreciate in this episode they did a very good job of setting us up to where we're going to go in the next episode mm-hmm. and there is a lot to emphasize and become incredibly frustrated with Garrick where I really enjoyed Odo following him being like just I'm trying to fucking help you man <laughs> like I'm just trying yeah. just give me a straight answer like I'm trying here you know and the the scene on the and then Garrick is I've decided that Garrick is troll face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just is his personality. You can sum up in one image. I think it's very true. <laughs> Every time somebody realizes he didn't tell the truth, he's just like, "You mad?" He's like, "What is like? Did you did you actually expect anything different? Because if you did, then you clearly don't know me." It's like that that grin that he has is just it's perfect. Oh, can we talk about how great the scene was where Bashir explains the boy who cried wolf to him? Yes. <laughs> it was so great. I just loved his response at the end. He's like, I believe that the moral of the story is don't sell tell the same lie twice. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I had never <coughs> thought of it that way. And I was just like, that actually is a way that actually is like a totally legitimate way that you can interpret this story. Why didn't I think of that before? It's just the Cardassian moral to the story mm-hmm. instead of the human moral. Exactly. <laughs> I just liked when he's like, he cried wolf and everyone was really mad and and he's like, ah, what a rousing story. Like, like, that sounds it. great. Yes. I also really appreciated the sequence on the runabout with Odo and Garrick where they're talking about people that matter to them, where Odo clearly notices that he has this uh, affection for this woman, Mila, the housekeeper for Nabrantain, and uh, mm. sort of hinting at Odo's love for Kira as well in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how Odo and how Odo was was he he was observant enough to be to be like okay I know who I know what you're going at but I'm not gonna verify anything for you because 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 much because much much like how you don't want anyone to really use anything against you I'm not giving you like like I'm I'm not I'm not giving you like definite truth definite proof to do to use anything against me. No, don't trust Garrick, Garrick with anything. Nope. Yes, <laughs> as Garrick Ever. points out when he says he's not going to tell him what he's talking about. And Garrick's like, it's probably smart. <laughs> it's probably mm-hmm. a smart move. Yeah, so now we finally know why the uh, the Romulans randomly showed up in that episode where yeah. Miles time jumps. Yeah. And Thomas Raker was correct that there was uh, shipbuilding in that Remember he took the Defiant to go blow up that shipyard? Oh yeah. That yeah. That they mentioned the shipyard, that is the same place that he thought it was at. And that's where they were building the secret armada the whole time. Oh so yeah. they just let him go. I love they, shows like this. Right? Like that's why I was like, Oh, the season's brilliant. It was like all super uh. subtle setup and it was genius. That's why I really like when they first rebooted Doctor Who in two thousand and five, I really liked that style. 
of setup where you would see little things throughout the, bad wolf. the series that oh, bad, wolf. bad wolf like but like it didn't you didn't think anything of it at all you know at the, at the beginning and then they're like hey wait a minute this seems to be coming up a lot and then at the end they're like oh that's what it is yeah, and, or, yeah. Or, or the vfd in uh series of unfortunate events where like if you read the series of unfortunate events you notice there's a lot of phrases that have the letters vfd like verified fire department or verified film discount or venerable frank district or something you know like right. it's and then like they reveal what it is at the end you're like ah! Ah! <laughs> you just like throw your book across the room and you're like because i remember the bad wolf reveal in doctor who season one i literally was like ah! like i was screaming at my tv like what yeah what <laughs> that was a thing and Torchwood in season two, like they did, you know, a similar thing again, and it was still really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they, um, once Moffat came along, he kind of quit doing that anymore, and it made me sad. Yeah, we could talk about that. Another. Yeah, that's another. That's podcast. another podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, and and even another thing I'll talk about in the next one was the setup, but that's a reveal for the next episode, but. Uh, I was just really impressed that the show did that. And it also, again, I'm more political in this, but that's how politics kind of works, where there's this little kind of hints at a thing, and then at the end you're like, it was a fucking invasion the whole time. Like, obviously I should have known that, but, like, they're just subtle and hinting enough and just in the background enough that once it's revealed, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, there it like is. It all makes that's sense. what the plan was the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sarah's getting me on me. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, what do you guys think of uh, Inabrintain? Just in general, and in this, we see more of him in the next episode. But what do you sort of think of Garrick's affection for him? It's interesting love hate relationship. Well, now we know where we really know where Garrick learned his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Just another. You know, his his shady Cardassian mentor who taught him to be shady. And tried yeah. to kill him and then opportunistically tried to promote him. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Like, like, they're, like, they're, like they're, it's interesting. Like, it was interesting for me seeing that seeing this relationship between the two of them. And it's like, and it's like, okay, so, so this is how, this is where you got your, 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 your self-interest opportunity, like self-interest opportunistic, um, qualities from but at the same time i like and at the same time go, going going along going along with how in the end of this how at the end of the episode all of us were just like did you actually agree to like go along with this like like it, it seems like they're both doing the same doing the same thing but like to the other so it's like so so it makes me wonder like just how much trust like is there between the two of them i mean like, there's clearly like like a, like a solid relationship between them like 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 like, like, men, like mentor mentee possible like possible father son whatever however how you interpret it but it's like just how much do you trust each other or at least yeah that's no something i wondered and then i i wonder too as well the the relationship with uh mila and what that's sort of hinting at in the future as well mm-hmm. yeah I have my theories. <laughs> yes. So are the Romulan Tal Shiar kind of like the Obsidian Order of Romulus? Yes, they mentioned it before, and I think they may have... Were they the ones who kidnapped Jordy in that one episode? 
when they tortured Jordy? Could I, be. I think so. Um, I know I've I've heard the name before. I, I just I remember when Odo hadn't been around enough for me to remember them. Yeah, when Odo was because I think their the Obsidian Order was introduced in DS Nine, like most like a lot of contrasting things. And I remember when they first mentioned the Obsidian Order, I believe Odo said something like, "The Obsidian Order are even better than the Romulan Tal Shiar." You know, like mm. I seem to recall him saying that they were like one of the most elite. Mm figures that are gotcha. can possibly exist yeah i mean because like because like like the, like the most like the most that i know for sure about the tal shiar is that is that they're like elite intelligence agency of like like, like of the romulan of the romulan empire meant to like meant to like like meant, meant as like is like the like the end all security um from 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 like from those outside of the empire but then like whatever traders may exist within the romulan population so it's like so, so I mean, so I, so I, I guess, I guess, yeah, you could compare them to the Obsidian Order, where it's like, where it's like they're basically working in the best interests of, like, of, of their own people through potentially shady means, much like the Obsidian Order is just like, yeah, we're gonna do whatever it takes to to protect Cardassia. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. literally, for the greater good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was that Cardassian informant, though? Who was he? Yeah, I I looked. I thought my... it was an Aubrantain at first, and then it clearly wasn't. So, who the I, fuck is that guy? I I thought I thought for I thought for for a few, for a few seconds it it, it might have been like by like might have been like through some strange circumstance, um, uh, Gul Ducat just for but that was for like mm. two seconds because I looked over yeah. my like I I don't I don't know I don't know why I thought Gul Ducat because I was just going off of like the Cardassians that we know and so and so I looked over he's, I looked at my yeah, friend I was like he's the other third big one yeah yeah so I looked over my friend Steve I was like I was like have we because he was like oh yeah this guy and I was like wait have we met this guy before and he was like you haven't met him yet but just but but, but just but just keep him in the back of your head I was like okay shit's happening yeah so i mean like so, so like yeah. so like he i i mean you can't introduce him and like and not bring him up so like i, I mean like like, the, like this season has been evident of that so it's like he will like that person will show up again it's just i i i, I need to know now yes so can i just give a shout out to oda's awesome film noir style interrogation techniques where he's just great where he's the guy is smuggled in perfume that is, he knows is poison. Yeah. So he's just like, what if I combine <clears throat> this one and this one? And the guy's like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, and this one's like, what? No. He's <laughs> like, no. why can't I? Because the woman that I want this for, she like she she would like all three cents. What's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, no, it's the best. Because it creates a poisonous gas because I'm an assassin. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Is there anything else to say for improbable cause? Not for me. I think I got everything. Yeah, because 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 I want I want to get to like the super amazing episode of the Dias cast. Like, like, yeah. like this episode is great, but the fact that like this episode is great, but the fact that it leads up to like an episode that and like the next episode that is that good, it like just makes it even better. I'm just like perfect setup. This is how you set up an mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then let's get to it. That has been our episode. Next week, we will, in fact, be discussing episode 21 and episode 22 of season three, which is, of course, the Dias cast and Explorers. 
As always, I want to thank my lovely co-hosts for joining me every week on this journey. Our theme song is by Captain Meatshield. You can check him out on Twitter at CPTN underscore Meatshield. We are a part of the Tuscan Shed Media Network. You can see more of our shows at TuscanShed.com. If you like this show, like, subscribe, rate, and review it any way that you can. It does help us find new listeners. Until next time, this is the crew of Geekspace 9, signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.